0: Welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes, and it's my job to catch you up before you stand trial for your crimes. So, settle in. Now, hang on just a minute. And we'll get you in front of a judge in no time. Who actually believes this Crasser? I'm going to see your ticket. No. No. Thanks for visiting the TVA. Don't hesitate to let us know What do you want from me? You put our timeline in chaos. I want you to help us fix it. What could possibly go wrong?
1: Trusting Loki is not a good idea.
0: Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven.
1: And I'm your co-host, Jessica.
0: And this is The Anatomy of Loki, Episode 5, Journey into Mystery. Coming to you, live, from the void. At least I think it's a void. It's pretty fucking empty here. And we're stuck here now. All because somebody had the great idea of building androids to do our last podcast. Changing the timeline, apparently. Which we scoffed at, by the way. But here we are. Now fugitives on the run from the TVA.
1: Okay, so maybe it wasn't the best plan, but I'm not the one who suggested we prune ourselves to get away.
0: It seemed like the best option at the time. Mm-hmm. And given our circumstance that we're still alive, I think, <laughs> I'm going to stand behind it.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And don't even get me started on the whole Lamentis' moon situation.
0: I told you, it was a big crater. I didn't see it until it was too late. Uh How was I supposed to know it was going to cause this huge apocalyptic destruction of another planet?
1: Yeah, well, lucky for you, that part was supposed to happen, apparently.
0: Well, for all we know, we're here doing what we're supposed to be doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess.
0: All I know is we're stuck in who knows where Foxville, and there's androids living our lives, having a great time. But I digress.
1: Well I mean I guess if we're stuck here we might as well talk about episode 5 of Loki but I guess before that I should say if anyone's listening don't forget to check out our Anatomy of Black Widow episode just for Black Widow coming up soon so keep an eye out for that and check it out and of course keep an eye out for our regularly scheduled episode to get your movie, TV, and game news and discussion topics that will also be coming out soon. For now Let's go on a journey into mystery, in case you didn't catch that. That's the title of the episode five for Loki. And this is actually a reference to the comic series where Marvel's Thor and Loki made their debut in 1962. It was kind of fun. Half Easter egg, if you will.
0: It just seems like they would have had Thor in this episode then.
1: Well, they maybe had a little bit of Thor in this episode.
0: (laughs) That sounds pretty riveting. Okay. Tell me some more about that. (laughs)
1: We'll hop to that later. (laughs) All right. So um, I feel like we're going to do a little bit different this episode. We're dividing. I'm dividing this episode into three parts and we're going to talk about all the different important key features of each part. Um, So let's get into it. Uh, First, we see Loki waking up in a post-apocalyptic world called the void. Oh, that's weird. It's almost like we were there. Um, and he's with several other versions of himself and a giant smoke dragon creature who is destroying anything it touches. Loki works together with his fellow Lokis and uh, working on surviving and trying to find, figure out a plan to get back to the TVA and Sylvie. That's the very general gist of the first third-ish of the episode. So one of the big characters we meet here is Elioth, who is known as Elioth the Usurper in the comics. Who is a transtemporal being that destroys all it touches. Which is pretty much exactly what we're seeing here in this episode.
0: Yeah. And thank God Marvel was like, you know what we haven't seen much of in superhero movies? Big characters in the form of clouds.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could try that. It'll be new and innovative.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somebody must be saying that. <laughs> um, it should be noted here, for anyone who isn't familiar... That the few comic stories in which Elioth appears, they also involve Kang the Conqueror.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Exactly. Um, and Elioth, this is another little deeper nod to the comics. Elioth the Usurper first appeared in 1993's Avengers the Terminatrix Objective Number 1. And Terminatrix is the alias of Ravona Renslayer in the comics.
0: Oh, I get it. She's yeah. a terminator. Yeah. but with a female twist.
1: Yeah, a terminator and a dominatrix at the same time. I guess
0: Renslayer wasn't intimidating enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't see any more Rens around. <laughs> and I'm not done slaying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, something that you noticed is how did you describe the sound?
0: of, uh, I mean, I didn't notice it till the second time we watched it, but it felt like he was very robotic sounding. Like It did. Not- some kind of... I don't even want to say organic, but... Yeah. <laughs> not whatever f- entity it is. It did it feel felt like it was mechanical. maybe a machine that's just being hidden by clouds.
1: Right. Yeah. I i feel like I got a similar vibe, but I, I'm on the fence about it because I feel like later we see uh, Sylvie is able to enchant it, which I don't know if she can enchant...
0: Yeah, no, and it's. Yeah, I think it's just. It's just interesting. Chalk it up to they didn't know what sound to give it, and right, they right. gave it a robotic sound.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: But to be fair, it was kind of fun because it kind of reminded me of uh, Trypticon from Transformers. Okay. A big purple robotic dinosaur. Perfect. So.
1: <laughs> okay. Or let a me
0: shark. I guess as they put it in this episode. Oh
1: yeah, that's which, true.
0: You know, looked like nothing like a shark, but hey, we'll call it a shark.
1: Yeah. Um, We met quite a few other Lokis uh, that we gotta, we've got a few of them we got to peek Ooh,
0: at. We saw them last episode, right? Yes,
1: yes. But we got to actually learn more about them in this episode.
0: Yeah, they, they weren't so low-key right. this episode. Yeah,
1: they were a little more high-key. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so classic Loki... We learn that he cast a projection of himself so real that even Thanos believed it. That was his, he believes to be his nexus event.
0: And this was the older one played by Richard E. Grant. Yes. So, he had a bright yellow-green costume, very similar to the old classic Loki from the comics. hmm uh, I will say, when we first saw him last episode, this whole costume looked very cheesy. Yeah. This episode, I felt like it looked like it was natural and felt like it was grounded in the world yeah. he was in.
1: Yeah, I agree. So he described basically the same scene inside the spaceship or whatever where Thanos uh, killed, snapped our Loki's neck. or well, not our Loki, but I mean, sort of. one of, our Loki. One of our Loki's necks. Um.
0: <laughs> well, it's the same Loki. I guess you're
1: right. It just it hadn't happened from yet. From before. Fair enough. And he said that he... Instead of he said something about how like knives take away from the gloriousness of our sorcery or something like they're that.
0: They're nowhere he said they're basically not as powerful. Yeah. And he yeah. used a projection to
1: To fool Thanos. Yeah. And so one so
0: real that even Thanos, the mad Titan, yes, was, was tricked by yes. it.
1: Yes. And so he then was able to escape from that situation.
0: By acting like debris.
1: Yeah. Inanimate debris. <laughs> um I mean I've tried it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he had to live. He lived his life in solitude. He thought a lot about his place in the world and all of that stuff, and that's really great. But then he got lonely, and he said he missed his brother, which is like such a sad, sad moment.
0: Presumably, Thor, right? Yes,
1: Thor. Yeah. Um, and then when he decided to go search out Thor and see if anybody still cared that he existed, that's when the TVA found him and Mm -hmm. he got pruned.
0: This one doesn't really feel like he's ever been like a villainous Loki though, right? He feels like he's just a generally nice, caring version of Loki.
1: Yeah, but part of me, I think we're supposed to believe that his time in solitude and thinking...
0: The story of him dying on the ship was...
1: That was his turn. A
0: parallel of him turning to that point. Yes. Okay.
1: That's what it feels like. Okay. I
0: do actually have questions about... Because he... Loki later on talks to classic Loki in that Mm -hmm. same conversation and he says... Like, we were supposed to die, right? And yeah. Implying, like, every variant of Loki goes through the same story and path. Right. Where they're bad, go good, mm-hmm. die by Thanos. Yeah. Which, to me, contradicts the entire concept of variant Lokis. Because they are variants. They have different yeah. stories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Am I yeah. wrong?
1: No, I, I think you're right. But I think there's a certain... There's a difference... Uh, I think that this one, classic Loki... He didn't die, but he also never impacted anyone else's life again. And so, for all intents and purposes, everyone believed probably believed him to be dead. And so, his impact on the world was the same as if he had died.
0: Okay. But, I mean, I'm talking more specifically, like, just his story to death. Okay. Like, the way we're supposed to believe it is it went exactly the same as our MCU Loki. Right. Whereas the other ones are clearly drastically different variants.
1: Right. But I you think...
0: Know, so, what like, for example, couldn't there be... You know, I think Mobius said at one point, like, some are good, you know, some are bad. You mm-hmm. know, like, there could be a good Loki out there. Yeah. Okay? There could be an evil Thor out there. Yeah. An evil Thor wouldn't have done the same thing that a good Thor would have done throughout the entire storyline of that character. For that variant's run, right? True. Which contradicts the idea that Lokis all have the same narrative.
1: But if the evil... Yeah, they do have to have if they are basically the i think it's like the events that are happening once the branch starts until it gets to the point where it gets pruned those events can vary from the primary or what they're supposed to happen that's my interpretation but you're
0: going off of the assumption that there is set timelines that are supposed to happen and others are unintentional no and and
1: i don't mean to incorrect i don't mean to imply that well i'm speaking from the from the viewpoint of the TVA, which timelines they deem to be inappropriate, there's a time at which it diverges initially and a time at which it gets pruned. So
0: you sound like a real pencil pusher right now.
1: Okay. (laughs) I don't know what to say, but I feel like the, uh, a lot of the Lokis that have these crazy things, like boastful Loki and the other, I
0: mean, let's get into him, right? Yeah. He has a hammer like Thor. Yes. So is it presumed that's Thor's hammer?
1: Probably. There is a version of Loki in the comics that took that found Thor's hammer that found Mjolnir first. Mm -hmm. Although this one probably took it from him, I'm not sure. Um, So yeah, there's different by finding that weapon though and taking it from Thor, he then became not what the timekeepers believed to be the appropriate version. But we've
0: also established that they're full of shit and they're just picking what they want.
1: True. Yes.
0: I mean, we don't have an official answer to that. But but we
1: believe it. It's
0: pretty clear that they are picking and choosing what's convenient for their story that they want to tell. Yes. You know. Like, uh, the saying goes, right? The people who write the history books are the ones who win the wars.
1: Yes. History is told by the winners.
0: I want to say. Yeah, I I paraphrased it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I dumbed it down for people, (laughs) but... Wasn't that was was inspirational and
1: <laughs> Yeah, so Boastful Loki, obviously he's got a hammer, he's got a little bit of a different look going on, and he claims to have defeated Iron Man and Captain America and taken all six infinity stones. And as he's telling the story you that can was just
0: on just on the, the, the side. Trip home from the the yeah. ice cream shop. Yeah,
1: exactly. And they all it's clear they all think he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't even make this thing saying that the, the alligator Loki is assuming he's full of shit. He's like saying he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's part of me wonders like if what his real um, Nexus event was, if it was really even something, if it was something as simple as like he found the, the hammer mm-hmm. first. Or he's
0: like the guy that goes to prison for stealing a candy bar. Yeah. And he tells people he murdered like five 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> baby deer. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that's not illegal. I don't think
1: you would go to jail for that. He,
0: <laughs> he murdered five babies.
1: Babies. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna change it. Okay. I,
1: <laughs> just like people,
0: he murdered five people. <laughs> I need it to be bad. Yeah, you Yeah, know? you could
1: say. I mean, we're not saying it's good that he's killing five babies. We're trying to make it the seem point like is, he's bad. He's
0: that guy. who's yeah. like yo, no, I did all this bad yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like he's just there killer. for stealing a candy bar. Yes, and he didn't even get arrested for stealing. A candy bar. He got arrested for stealing a really stupid candy bar. And they're like, Really? Really? Yeah, it was this bar. It's like a
1: whatchamacallit or something. Okay, those are good. Oh.
0: (laughs) It's so good, they couldn't even fathom (laughs) naming it because they don't know how to explain how good it tastes. Okay, it was
1: probably a Tootsie Roll then.
0: I like Tootsie Rolls. Oh my
1: god. (laughs) You make fun of me for liking old person stuff all the time. And that's like a super old person thing. thing. It's not? Because it seems like it is. It's like taffy. Isn't that
0: like a standard. Candy for Halloween. Yeah,
1: trash candy. The kind nobody wants.
0: I mean, I like them. Okay. I will have them.
1: <laughs> Good to know.
0: <laughs> if you have any extra Tootsie Rolls you want to get rid of, send them the. G- <laughs> well, you can't send them to you my email. You
1: can't email them to yeah, us.
0: But <laughs> let us know. Send, let us know at com, and uh, we'll tell you how to send them over here. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my question for you. Is he full of shit, or did he actually do that? I think he's full of Because cool we're shit. calling him Boastful Loki, right? Yeah. That's what the credits call him. Yeah. So, is that like Marvel's way of saying, yes, he is full of shit, or is it, as a viewer, seeing how the other Lokis react to him, we're just assuming he's full of shit?
1: Um, I'm just assuming he's full of shit based on their the other one's reactions to him, mm-hmm. and the way that he says it. Like, his attitude is very, like, yeah. okay...
0: Sure. Well, yeah. you know, alligator Loki was like, "Yeah, you're full of shit. I can't yeah. even talk, but you're yeah. full of shit."
1: Yeah, you could see it in his eyes. Yeah.
0: Also, the point out.
1: Yeah.
0: He goes for. They get into a little scruffle about yeah. it, and and alligator Loki goes for his left hand, mm. or I guess his right hand.
1: His right hand, yeah.
0: Our left, his yeah. hand,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Which we see exactly happen later on. Yeah. Again, so it yeah. seems like alligator this Loki. is like this is a go-to move. he's a thing for, for right alligator Loki.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: Also, going back to the whole like, oh, this is their time thing, that they they all are bad, go good, die by Thanos. Mm -hmm. Are we to believe that big old purple Thanos Mm -hmm. fucking just crushed an alligator's neck that was like smaller than his palm?
1: No, I don't think this Loki got that far. But I also have a question that I just thought of. Is
0: Thanos an alligator? Yes.
1: Okay, so this is what I'm thinking of. Or is he Hook? No. Okay, so here's what I just thought of. I was like, in Alligator Loki's reality, is it just a reality of alligators? Is Is everybody everybody, an alligator?
0: Is every character an alligator?
1: That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's what the situation is. Maybe that it makes more sense. Instead of just having a random Loki as an alligator. So
0: do they have people that swim in swamps? I hope so. And they just kind of sneak out of the water with their eyes and go, <laughs> and yeah. jolt at you quickly.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, that's what I'm gonna I'm going with in his reality. Everyone is an alligator. I like that better. Yeah, than... this is
0: like Rocket Raccoon being like, I'm not a raccoon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: But yes, getting into. I guess we already have. Alligator we kind of got an out Loki.
1: Alligator Loki. The so we the bag. were wrong.
0: We were wrong. Yes, he is deemed a Loki. Yeah, I assumed he was just going to be a pet to, to Kid Loki. Yeah, he is in fact considered uh, an a actual Loki.
1: Loki. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. We are.
1: I guess I'll just go fuck myself. We are the
0: assholes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and then also Kid Loki, which we hear we hear that he. So they say something like the void is his kingdom, like it's his kingdom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is confusing to me because I feel like it could go one of two ways. But to start with, his nexus event was killing Thor, and that kind of like shut our Loki up for mm-hmm. a second. And kind of was like, oh, uh. um, but we don't really get any other details in that. I'd like, I'd love to know if maybe there's some kind of twist where Thor was bad in his reality or something like that. There you that. go. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to find out. Mm. Um, but
0: but I, I feel like at the very least it's supposed to like paint him like he is this ultimate don't fuck with me Loki. Exactly. And it's like you don't expect that because he's a child. Yeah. Uh, but also the the fun thing about that whole scene too mm-hmm. is he's not bragging about it. No. It's something that comes out when he's irritated with our Loki. Yes. Questioning so much. Yeah. Whereas you have boastful Loki... Yeah. Trying to brag about things yeah. that he did. Yeah. So it just kind of makes it a little bit more It's a realistic. Like he's mm-hmm. not even he doesn't need to brag about he's this. Not just, to like this is how you. impactful of a character mm-hmm. he is.
1: Exactly. So I feel like on the discussion of uh it being his kingdom, it could go one of two ways. Like you said you thought that there's a possibility that this this reality that we're mainly seeing them walk around in was his reality that got destroyed, right? That's, That's how saying. I took it yeah. when
0: he said, th- uh, "When classic Loki said, uh, this is his kingdom.'" I took yeah. that as, "Oh, this is like he lived in this on this planet. Mm-hmm. Presumably, it's Earth." Yeah, and whatever reason something happened to his timeline and destroyed this fucking planet, right? And now it's being used as this
1: cosmic junk garbage
0: junkyard mm-hmm. for getting rid of variants.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the other thing, the other way that I noticed that it could be interpreted, I'm not really sure if I'm on board with this, but it's possible that that refers to just him being the quote unquote king of this realm because he's like, they have that like chair or whatever, like the throne that he's sitting in and mm-hmm. he's wearing. So, but
0: I mean, at the same time, that's inside of a. Like a bowling alley. Yeah. Underground. Yeah. It's like their home. It's yeah. not like it's really.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess you could say he's the king of this kingdom. Right. In their little group. Yeah. But as we've learned shortly after their encounter and staying in this little throne.
1: Room. Bunker. Area. Yeah.
0: There's more Lokis. Oh yeah. And they aren't friends. They
1: are not friends. Yeah. There's a whole group of what we're going to call bad Lokis. <laughs> and as our Loki says. No one ever, no one good is ever truly good, and no one bad is ever truly bad. So, I'm just saying that with the... I thought it was appropriate. Anyway. Uh, so, in the group of bad Lokis, we have the leader that looks like President Loki, who is... That's a reference to the 2016 comic run.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's identical to Tom Hiddleston's Absolutely. Loki, right? yeah.
1: He just is obviously just played by Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> he's the only
0: Loki so far we've seen who's exactly the same.
1: Yes. There were quite a few other versions in there. Some of them had, like, helmets with, like, these spikes on them instead of, like, mm-hmm. a standard horns that we're used to seeing. I saw
0: one guy who his hair was, like...
1: His hair were the dreadlocked horns. Dreadlocked up yeah.
0: and and stiffened, like, horns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of interesting... I
0: saw one guy who just had, like, sunglasses and uh, short hair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there were some that I was like, <laughs> I don't really see it, but Okay.
0: Now, at first, I thought these were just, like, henchmen of random people Mm -hmm. who are in this void. And, like, you know, they work under this Loki. And so that's why they've survived so long. Mm -hmm. Because as they put in this episode, Mm -hmm. there's so many Lokis around because they're good at surviving. They're good at running or hiding or whatever the fuck they do.
1: Right. Surviving. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it turns out these are all Lokis, it seems. Yes. They, they you know, there's the scruffle later on yeah. where they actually <laughs> just see hilarious. randos yeah. using magic power that's mm-hmm. green. Yeah. You see bits on people's shoulders of armor. Like one of them just had like a, a belt that looked very as guardian. hmm So does this rule out the idea that only variants of a specific individual go to one place? Because I mean, we literally only see Loki's in this episode on the void, or in the void, whatever yeah. area.
1: Um, until later, yes. That's well, I right.
0: should. I guess I can't say that, but yeah. I assume we only see Loki's.
1: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. That's a good point. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that's just going to depend on if you're right about your prediction.
0: The only other logic you could go with is. Everybody else is dead Mm -hmm. because they aren't Lokis and they're not good at surviving. Right. But at the same time, are you telling me there's no variance of Thanos? There's no variance of any of the Avengers or any characters who are good at what they do? You're telling me that none of them have ended up in this location and been able to survive? Mm Mm-hmm. I make, it just I don't buy that.
1: Yeah, I think if they're, I think that they probably are there. They just found some other bunker area that they're hanging out in, not scavenging around.
0: I mean, I guess to answer my own question, now that I think about it, we saw a Thanos helicopter.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Right, which yeah. is a cheesy thing from an old comic. Yeah, Easter egg thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that that imply that Thanos, at least one Thanos, showed up here, or is it just his helicopter?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. But I am maintaining that this is the one place that everything ends up. So I think that we're just not seeing the other people because they're th- spread throughout the landscape. Or they've been okay, destroyed. Okay, actually,
0: now that I think about it, scratch everything I just said. Yeah. Because, we'll hop right to it now. Yeah. Throg makes a cameo, right?
1: Uh, Well, it's actually technically not Throg, but we will get into that a little bit later when we talk about the characters. But does you you do have a good point? Either way, it's not Loki. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. So before we move further into the more Easter egg stuff, we want to talk about. We do have a character that is not officially like a person, but I feel like it's worth talking about the void as an entity. Um, So let's.
0: We kind of already started, but yeah. Yeah,
1: we kind of already already have, but I wanted to, um, just officially mention here that it, this is the place where all timelines converge and nothing exists afterward, according to Ravona. So this is according to what she knows. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily true, but that's what we're told <laughs> as far as what she yeah, knows. Yeah. I mean,
0: we, we don't know what to, to believe when she says yes. things in this episode, but there are things you can kind of cue on the way she reacts, the mm-hmm. way she converses with other characters Yes, that you could kind of pick out what was truthful and Mm -hmm. what was lies
1: yes and then also multiple times throughout this i feel like it's some of the good lokis are saying it at various different points that all people and objects from prune timelines are sent here basically it's and we see things drop into the world uh a few times throughout Mm -hmm. when we're watching people walk through it so something to note on that. Did you notice that the things dropping into this world, the void, seem similar to what we saw in Sakar, where there were holes in the sky, literal You're right. holes in the sky?
0: You're right. Um, oh yeah, we just kind of described this as like a a junkyard, right? Yeah. A garbage yeah. junkyard. Which is and that's they, literally what they kind what of they described it as. Made that whole world as.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be related, but it seems fishy, As all. So do
0: you think this could be Sakar on a different timeline being destroyed by an apocalyptic event?
1: Very possible.
0: And so they're using it in that sense to...
1: Yeah, to just, they're just using it as a junkyard. That's possible. I want to dig deeper into that.
0: That's actually very clever. I didn't really think about that at all. And we do see these giant headstones of mm-hmm. what look like Sakar Beings, right? yeah.
1: So let's get into that. Let's get into the Easter eggs that we saw in this section. Um, First thing that we notice right in the intro is what looks like Avengers Tower. Um, However, when you get closer, you can see that the letters on it, it's not a big A, and it doesn't look like we usually see it, and it says Q-E-N-G. Kang.
0: An alternate version of spelling Kang. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kang Enterprises. It's a company in the comics. So in the comics, this company bought the tower from Stark. It was run by a person named Mr. Griffin, who turns out to be a different version of King the Conqueror. So, fun fact. Um, okay. So then something you mentioned as we were looking at the intro where we fly in and we see all the buildings. Are we to believe that all of these buildings came from one place? or they... That's
0: where I'm unsure. Yeah. That's kind of like we're. Going into what the void is, is this an entire planet that was destroyed on a timeline by somebody, or are these were these brought in? Yeah. Because we do see other things where, we're like, these are clearly brought clearly in. Clearly brought As in. As we yeah. see, you know, you reference yeah. things are dropping from the sky throughout mm-hmm. the epi- the entire episode. Yes. We're seeing things that are just being disposed here. Yes. But this is an entire city that we're seeing. It yes. Feels like this was a destroyed New York.
1: Yes, it does. So I feel like it could be a combination of the two, like maybe just the entire city was pruned because of like a reset, if you will. Okay. Um cuz I think that that's what resetting does. It but prunes. like how do you
0: prune an entire city? Like well, with that's going to be a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot of overtime.
1: Yeah. A lot of overtime. Yeah, it is.
0: One stone at a time.
1: How do you get overtime if you literally don't know if time passes at your job?
0: Oh fuck! That's a loophole. They're like, no, it has no. A... We're going to be paying you five hundred <laughs> extra per second of overtime.
1: Yeah. Oh, look at that! You haven't.
0: Oh shit! Did we not run on time? <laughs> Get back to work.
1: Yeah. Um, so as we've watched, we're watching the the good Loki's and our Loki walk throughout the the landscape as they're on their way to the bunker, we see a, quite a few. Uh, little instances of debris throughout, um, if you will. One, we see like a big UFO... Well, it's clearly like a UFO it situation craft. It looks like it's a craft. some generic UFO yeah. craft.
0: Yeah. I didn't recognize it from anything in Marvel so Yeah, far. I didn't
1: either. And I couldn't find anything online people recognize in either. And then we see all the giant stone heads you talked about earlier. And yeah, there's then, a
0: pyramid. There's the, the Sphinx. The Sphinx, yeah. Uh, which also could be a tie-in to Ramatut, who is in the comics... The first variation on Earth, I believe, of King the Conqueror. mm mm-hmm.
1: Which would make total sense. And then we also see a giant helmet on the ground, which looks like maybe a yellow jacket helmet.
0: It definitely looks like it was a yellow yeah. jacket.
1: Um, so this could be a number of things, but there is a reference, um, I looked online. It could belong to an alternate reality, Darren Cross, where he got big instead of small. Or... This is an interesting option. In Avengers Forever, Hank Pym is Yellowjacket and he betrays the Avengers to Immortus and the Timekeepers. And Immortus is another version of Kang the Conqueror. So, lots of lots and lots of references to Kang the Conqueror yeah. here.
0: Here's where I'm torn because I feel like they're giving a lot of these Kang related references. Yeah. Which really gets you wanting to get on the train of Kang. Mm-hmm. Which we've done. We have done. Many times <laughs> so far. Yeah. <laughs> exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> the other option is they are giving us another Mephisto. Yeah. Entity just to fuck with us. And it's Kang. Yeah.
1: That's true. We, I mean, we don't know for sure.
0: Or they're being really fucking clever. Yeah. And they're making us think that it's a Mephisto thing yeah. and then it's just going to be straight up, oh no, it's, it really it's is Kang. It's just Kang.
1: Kang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um oh you know you also mentioned the thanos copter uh and that was a 1970s comic where thanos used his this vehicle to try to get like a cosmic cube i think spider-man might have been involved i
0: think it was in a spider-man like little side story run and he was trying to get it from Hellcat.
1: okay yeah um so we saw that in the background and then we get to frog thor who you alluded to earlier? We see as the the view at, right after people are like still processing the Thanos copter. It like kind of shows it panning downwards from the surface down to their little bunker, mm-hmm. and we see a Mjolnir chilling in this heap of junk. And underneath it, there's a little jar labeled T three six five, and it has a little frog look that looks like Thor, which is hilarious, trying to jump. Out of it or whatever. Um, and so Thor number 365 in the comics has a story in which Loki turns Thor into a frog. So that is obviously a reference to that. Um, this is technically a different character from Throg who was actually, uh, I want to say a football player named Simon Walter Walterson or Watterson, turned into a frog by a witch and got a miniature version of Mjolnir.
0: <laughs> it was Agatha, obviously.
1: Yeah, clearly. The whole time. Um, and this uh, Throg... Was actually featured in a comic run named Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers. And I looked at it and there's like, they're all animals. And so now I'm like really curious to read that.
0: Well, Lockjaw is one of the uh, Inhumans.
1: Ah, okay. Is it the pug?
0: Yeah, the dog. Uh, the dog, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He can teleport and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: He's got like the the thing on his head.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, was, I thought that was pretty great that they have that mm-hmm. as a comic run. So I was like, I'm going to look into that for sure.
0: So here's where I was a little confused with that whole thing, because I guess for for one, that proves that different versions of characters can come here. Yes. Unless you can make the argument that he fell in that canister into the place, like a all of these random...
1: Objects. Objects. Yes.
0: That's the only other option. True. But the fact that Mjolnir is right above him, and he's trying to hop and reach for it... Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting because if he's worthy, which he presumably is, being Thor as a frog.
1: Yeah. But wouldn't
0: he be able to pull a Mjolnir to him and break the canister and get out?
1: I would think so. So part of me wonders if maybe he wasn't worthy at the time or he's not worthy. Or if it's some... The
0: unworthy throg.
1: If it's, if it's some other Thor's Mjolnir and for some reason they don't work between...
0: Mm, no you can't you can't well mm, i'm just going back to endgame yeah you're right it where he takes out it of a different timeline yeah so
1: it, it never mind that doesn't apply but the only thing i, that I could explain I it could then you could argue
0: it's the same it's his timeline but
1: true just he, a different time yeah so if those are from two different timelines then it wouldn't work so is maybe. it like
0: does meaner work like the Infi- infinity stones where they well, only work in your universe
1: maybe yeah either that or uh, frog thor is not um worthy For some reason, because he allowed himself to be turned into a frog. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just a thought. As guardians,
0: like have no respect for frogs. Fuck frogs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, And then one of the other interesting ones uh, that we saw in the landscape here, this was towards the end, but there's a giant ship that drops out of the air that they're Mm -hmm. um, going to go. Investigate As they're trying to figure out how to kill Elioth. they watch as a giant ship falls out of the air. And it says USS Eldridge on it. And I looked this up because I was like, I know that's got to be important in some mm-hmm. way. I was like, oh, yeah. this
0: is like a Bermuda Triangle situation. That's what I was expecting. the ship disappeared and <laughs> yeah. no one knows what happened.
1: Okay, so this is, um, basically, it was in service in World War II, in real life. And it was the, the center of the Navy's alleged 1943 Philadelphia experiment. In which it was supposedly rendered invisible and teleported somewhere and then came back. Because the I guess the people that were on it um noted that they were being like attacked by aliens when wherever the fuck they were and then they okay. came back. Weird. Super weird. But uh it was thought to be um in real life it is considered to be a post war hoax.
0: So there was never any verification no. about what the hell was supposedly no. happened no. there? No. no. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that was a f- weird, fun little thing, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think the whole point of that scene was they were going to use that chip drop as a decoy to then sneak around. Yeah. But, but it, it kind of like emphasized how quickly Eliath just consumes whatever it yeah. finds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just consumes all matter. And it was just like, loop, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think
0: later gone. on, too, just for Easter egg stuff, we see the. Uh, Helicarrier, Yes. He kind of crashed in the background somewhere.
1: Yes, and there's also um, Ronan the Accuser's ship is in the background somewhere as oh, well. Oh, right, right. Yeah. The
0: he was accused of fucking with the timeline. Yeah, for sure. And
1: they were like, the void with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile at the TVA, Sylvie's stuck there trying to get answers out of Ravona, and she's, of course, unsuccessful. And eventually um, takes Ravona's Tempad pad and prunes herself to get away because she ends up cornered. And hoping she's hoping to get to the end of time where where Loki is and where she thinks that the she can find some information about the timekeepers or and who's actually controlling the android robot whatnots. Um, so she wants to. She ends up in the void where looking for Loki and information on. Whoever's controlling the timekeepers or the TBA,
0: Which is a huge gamble, right? Yes,
1: huge. Because for all know. she knows,
0: Ravona was just lying up yes. the ass about pruning just bringing somewhere else.
1: Exactly. Because that was my impression, is I felt like Ravona was just like, oh, well, we don't know that they're dead, technically. <laughs>
0: no. But the whole thing, too, was her whole idea was, because she threatened Sylvie with, we'll put you in a time loop of, mm-hmm. like, a memory that you, like. We're happy or something.
1: Yeah, she's like, we'll it's a trap you in a good memory.
0: Yeah, and then you see her kind of smile and think about something. Yeah. Presumably it was her time on Lamentus with Loki, right? Yeah, When they probably. were going to die. Yeah,
1: because she says there's only one good memory that she has, which is really fucking sad.
0: <laughs> Maybe she just has really high standards of memories.
1: I guess that's true. I mean... Not, it can't be that high because she the, like
0: won the lottery multiple times. Yeah, that and planet that was, was just like whatever.
1: The planet was literally being destroyed as they had this moment, and that's her good memory
0: <laughs> because it was nexus level fucking love. Okay,
1: yeah, you're right. Um,
0: all all Loki's need is love. Yeah, the Beatles wrote that song. Yeah, it was on a different timeline, but they wrote it.
1: Yeah, okay, so Ravona. What's what, How do we feel about her situation at this point? Because it seems like she goes back and forth between seeming trustworthy and mm. a s- snake bitch, you know?
0: <laughs> a snake bitch. <laughs> okay, I, I think she was caught off guard. It feels like she was definitely caught off guard that the timekeepers were fake, that they were androids, that they don't know who is in charge of the TVA. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like she did know information that we didn't know she knew, and I guess presumably right. the whole TVA knows yeah. that pruning does not mean death. Yes, because I guess Mobius even never necessarily answers the question directly when it comes up that pruning, you know, I think Loki implied in the first or second episode about pruning killing people. Yes, and I, th- I think Mobius had some kind of like brush off answer that wasn't like, well, it's not it was really vague, yeah, yeah, but. The reason I think she didn't know, I think Renslayer did not know about the, who's running the TVA, and I think she was truly off-put by that, is when we see her going to see the timekeepers in previous episodes, mm-hmm. she's very nervous because she knows that they're they're struggling to find Sylvie at the time. Right? Yes. Nobody's in the elevator with her. Why would she be, like, why would she seem nervous? talk to like robots
1: yeah it's a little um it's it's like she she knows some but not all of what's going on because i feel like she you're right it makes no sense that she would be scared of talking to them or have that reaction if she knew that they were just fucking unless she was scared Unless she somehow did know and she was scared of telling them because she knows who that somebody's behind them.
0: Okay, so her fear would be based off who is behind the robots. Yes. And so she knows she's talking directly to the person through robots. Yes. And so that's the fear that's she has. That's the fear is, she's
1: going to disappoint that person. Okay. Or persons. That's possible. Theoretically. I still feel like she didn't know, but um
0: well even later on you know she has a conversation with b15 who apparently is alive and imprisoned in a cell yeah okay and you can kind of tell even b15 kind of gets the hint that she wants to know who who has been running the tva this whole time Mm -hmm. so she it's more of a personal issue for her it's like you know i've Like, I assume it's. I put my whole life into this thing. Look what all this I've done for the TVA. And I didn't even fucking know who was really running it.
1: Right. Exactly. So,
0: whether she wants to truly kill whoever's behind it, like she was telling Sylvia, I don't know. But she definitely wants to know who's behind it. And I don't think she does know that.
1: Right. I agree. She wants answers as well as. I don't know that she wants revenge necessarily, but she definitely wants answers. Yeah. And then we see her, like when she interrogates B-15, like you mentioned, we kind of get more insight onto her attitude on the situation because, and it was a little bit scary about how she reacted, it felt very, um, totalitarian regime-esque because she's, because B-15 is like, the people deserve to know the truth. And she's like, the TVA needs stability. And until we can figure out what's going on, that is what we will get. And it's very reminiscent of a government where there's a huge disaster happening and then they cover it up. Because they're like, we don't want people to panic. <laughs> so I thought that well, was... Well, is that
0: covering it up or is that just trying to sugarcoat the problem?
1: Yes. I'm not, I'm not trying or, to defend
0: governments. I'm right. just saying, in this sense, yes, you could argue she's just trying to keep the chaos at a minimum yes. within... The organization. Because as far as she's aware, they are still a TVA. Mm-hmm. They are still on a righteous path or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it for what mm-hmm. they're doing. Mm-hmm. Their cause is still necessary as far as she's aware. Yeah. It's just the question now is, well, who the fuck were we working for then?
1: Yeah. But my, I why wonder why she doesn't seem to care who anybody was before and why they were taken from their lives and all of that. Like, she doesn't seem to really grasp that. Maybe she doesn't believe it yet?
0: I mean, has she been in a scenario where she was told that were variants
1: yeah i thought so that's what wasn't uh sylvie telling her that didn't b15 tell her that didn't i mean sylvie 20 told her that i
0: mean okay i'll give you that
1: one so she may not be maybe she doesn't believe the first
0: one that was pruned or whatever Yeah, yeah she would have potentially have said it right yeah so i guess the question is does she believe That everybody but her is a variant?
1: Yeah, maybe she believes she's an exception.
0: Or does she just... Maybe she had a terrible life and she doesn't want that life back. Maybe she knows what her life was. Maybe,
1: yeah. Or if she's not actually a variant herself. And she's aware of who she is.
0: Mm. But then shouldn't she know who is in charge then?
1: Unless she just got her memory scrubbed in a different way.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, obviously, I don't know, but
1: yeah, <laughs> sorry, there's just a lot to unpack with this character because it seems like she should be related to mm-hmm. the core of what's going on here,
0: yeah, and if we can jump into Miss Minute just for a little bit, yeah, like please. maybe just a, a minute. minute, yeah, <laughs> seems okay. like she's very independently functioning, right, yeah,
1: sentient for she, sure,
0: that's a better word, yeah. thank you. <laughs> there's a moment where. Uh, Sylvie is basically going to be like, all right, you have no answers for me. I'm going to fucking kill you now. Yeah. And then Miss Minna goes, wait, what about the ship? Yeah. Kind of alluding to something. Like she thought of something on her own to help prevent her death or Mm -hmm. prune or whatever it was going to be. Yes. And we come to find out that that was just her stalling to alert
1: the TVA, The
0: Minutemen Mm -hmm. to come and help Renslayer take care of uh, Sylvie, right?
1: Exactly. So, I don't know. It's I still can't tell. That whole situation was very like, I can't tell if all of it was orchestrated by Miss Minutes or if part of it was, and then Ravona was in on it and she had done something. I, I don't know. I just.
0: It seemed like she said, "Oh, what about the ship?" And Ravona just knew. Yeah. Like she was on the same page. Yeah. Maybe that's a code that, for something. Yeah, it's possible. But it seemed or... like she was aware that she is. Hinting at something. Yes. Which obviously Sylvie was not going to fall for. So mm-hmm. that, you know.
1: Yeah, she called that shit. It was she a was game like, of a cat oh, and yeah, mouse. Obviously... And it
0: just was both were the cat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought it was interesting that Sylvie started by asking about the beginning of... No, uh, Ravona and Miss Minutes were going for the beginning of time. When they mm-hmm. first started looking for stuff, supposedly. And then... Sylvie was like, "Wait a minute! What about the end of time?" and blah blah blah. She kind of changed gears. So I wonder if Mm -hmm. she hadn't—if
0: you remember—that's exactly what Loki did too. Yes. He wanted to know about the end of time.
1: Yes, I wonder if she hadn't asked that question. If they had, if they would have started this bit earlier to call the like if the beginning of time thing Mm -hmm. was gonna be. So it's good that she got that information out of there at least. So obviously, at that point, after the Minutemen show up. She gets. She decides to prune herself yep. and takes Ravona's tempad with her, hoping to end up in the end of time because that's where she's looking to. She's she's hoping that she will find either Loki or the person in charge of the TVA or both, ideally mm-hmm. both. Um,
0: as in independently different people.
1: Yeah, as different people. Yes, because <laughs> that not, would be not implying, that would
0: be really heartbreaking for her. Yes,
1: it would. Yeah, I did not mean to imply that they were the same person. Um, And then we see a little bit more of Ravona getting kind of deep into this investigation, whatever, where she had interrogated B-15 and we found out she was alive. And then she goes to Miss Minutes and says, I need everything you have on the beginning of time. Like, now she's ready to be like, I need to fucking know what's going on. Yeah. So, I am curious how that's going to go.
0: Yeah. My biggest question of this episode, how did those guards know... To open the door when she was leaving the room. They were on the outside of the room. Yeah. And they just start opening the door and then she comes walking out. Does she get on her little pad and let people know the open doors for her? Maybe. While she gets close to them? (laughs)
1: It's a good question. Uh, Something else to note is that B-15 calls her out. She's like basically saying you don't even care to find uh, Sylvie. You just want to find out whoever's behind all of this too. It's not even about what you're acting like Mm -hmm. it's about. It's not about the safety of the TVA.
0: And then she talks shit and she goes, you won't find it until after she does. Mm -hmm. Because you want it. Sylvie needs it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mic drop. Yeah. Boom.
1: (laughs) Okay, so now we are transported to the void yet again where Sylvie has ended up. And magically gets picked up almost immediately by Mobius. Who is like oh cool Mobius is alive and he's driving a pizza car.
0: She's really good at being teleported inside containers. Yes, right,
1: that's correct. Yes,
0: Lamentus. <laughs> she was inside of a the little mining, little mining shack. Yeah, when she went there. Mm-hmm. This, she's inside some kind of a bus like a being bus. used as like a nesting ground. Mm-hmm. It looked like.
1: Yeah. So Mobius luckily is there, picks her up, and they and start
0: obviously. Pizza delivery.
1: Pizza delivery, yeah. Fifteen yeah. minutes or less.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's um, why he couldn't really stop. He, yeah, he had to, you just got to like, get you in. You got to get we in. We I, go. can't I stop. got, I yeah. got, a I got deliveries pizza. to make. It's yeah. still hot. I got to get yeah. there.
1: Yeah, um, and they start driving away and they escape the purple dragon monster Elias. That they don't know who that is, but they escape the smoke anyway. They're discussing in the in the car and. Um, Mobius apologizes to her. He's like, basically they're talking about, she's like, well, I did what I had to. And he's like, yeah, me too. And she's like, you hunted me like a dog. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. So it's like, they kind of have this little moment where they understand each other.
0: And she kind of was like, I get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was good to see them kind of reconcile and become Mm -hmm. buddies ish. Mm hmm. Um, And then Sylvie says, no, we've got to go back. We've got to go back the opposite direction because that dragon is the key to finding who's behind all of this. And then as they're going back, uh, they run into the good Lokis who have been investigating the defeat of this dragon (laughs) creature. Which obviously turned out not to go how they expected.
0: Yeah. Obviously we're minus... uh...
1: Minus boastful Loki. Minus
0: both boastful Loki yeah. because he apparently betrayed them. Yeah,
1: he was a liar. So
0: apparently, who would have guessed? I know a weird. Loki would betray <laughs> others.
1: I thought it was funny when Mobius, like when they pull up and they're all talking, he's like, "Man, you throw a rock at it here. You hit him. You hit a Loki."
0: <laughs> Somebody should throw a rock at him. Just yeah, saying,
1: just to make sure. This is. I,
0: I do want to point out that they did kind of emphasize in this episode that. The only reason you really see Lokis, again, mm-hmm. is because they're really good at surviving. Yes. Who else is here surviving with yeah. a bunch of Lokis?
1: Yeah. To be fair, he's only been there for quite a bit less time. But I understand your argument.
0: I mean, as soon as Sylvie showed up, the fucking Elioth gas was coming for her.
1: Yeah. That's true. So, um, they discuss the Elioth and... When Sylvie finds out that their plan was to kill it, she just basically scoffs at it. She's like, oh, that, that was your plan. <laughs> so then they, they're just like, no, we're going to enchant it. Like, it's you, you can't kill that thing. And then they...
0: I mean, you just make it really cold. Yeah. It turns into solid. Yeah. <laughs> falls and crushes to the ground.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That, that could work.
0: Seemed like an easy solution to me. <laughs>
1: Too bad they don't have a storm with them.
0: Or they get like a giant vacuum. Yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah. Or like a leaf <laughs> What's a leaf storm going to do?
0: Just like push the make cloud it, away for a while? Make it cold? I don't just know. Just keep pushing it away every Can't time she it gets make close? Things,
1: can she make Can she she can change weather? Okay,
0: she can. Okay. But I just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever. Um, Elias
0: just is like going to consume them. She's just kind of like tornado that just kind of throws them everywhere else. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in this plan to enchant Elioth to get through, because, so I didn't mention earlier, but when uh, Sylvie was originally running from the smoke, she kind of touched it and saw into its mind, I yeah. guess. And saw... Touched by Elioth. The castle with a, a mysterious castle in the distance and saw the something bright and shiny at the top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then that was her clue that it was...
0: There's something beyond the gas.
1: Yeah, it's not just... A monster. There's got to be a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so so when they first attempt to enchant Elioth, they go down close to it and it looks like Loki has to try to cause a distraction by running away and has his little flaming sword that Kid Loki gave to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. So Kid Loki gives him his sword. Mm-hmm. Presumably it's like powerful. Mm-hmm. And then him and classic Loki just kind of leave. They yeah. don't even leave with Mobius, who goes back into the TVA portal. They just say, this is our home, and they just leave. Yeah. So they kind of stuck to their whole idea of, we'll get you there, but you're on your own. We're not yes. going to fight it.
1: Yes, exactly. So yeah, they have- Loki tries to create a distraction by having his little flaming sword and running further away. But then when he realizes it's not working, he starts running back to try to... I don't know, do something to intervene with it before it can eat Sylvie. And then at the last second, we see Classic Loki shows up and has is building... I mean,
0: classic Loki, All am right. I right? Okay. Am I right? Always showing up to build Asgard.
1: Yeah. Builds this amazing, full-scale replica of Asgard with by a projection or illusion i don't know which one it is at this point yeah. but
0: so elias is basically he's not even a shark as yeah. they called him he is a dog yeah squirrel
1: yeah <laughs> yes um elias as sees,
0: soon as that thing went up he fucking turned his head and he like, jolted oh, that shit. way
1: yeah heads over there and gets super excited about stuff to so eat. is the
0: is that what it's about the I idea so. is that he wants to consume, wants to consume things, things so things. something bigger it's is a more, bigger, appealing. more exciting
1: thing exactly there's Hence more,
0: the battleship versus... More meat on ...them the trying to sneak around. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: Although it turns out it was nothing, so... Yeah. Sucks to suck. Um,
0: it was like a hot dog and he didn't have to chew.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, at this point, uh, they use that distraction time to uh, have L- Sylvie and Loki hold hands and attempt to enchant a together and loki is like i don't know how to do that and she's like you do i think you do because we're the same and so basically he figures it out so mm-hmm. i still don't really understand how you could do that the first try but yeah
0: i think the idea is that they were holding hands and she did technically explain how you do it true at one point yeah and so i guess it's just like the idea of i don't know they're they on like the same wavelength i guess yeah. of what they were doing yeah and so he was able to like amplify her ability maybe
1: okay at the very least yeah that's Um, true
0: also doesn't that kind of go against the idea that they had earlier in the season of they have their different things that they do yes so that implies that she would also be able to do the whole make things out of nowhere
1: exactly but that's which we
0: kind of saw earlier he makes himself a blanket Uh uh-huh and he's like, I can make you one if you want. Yeah. Doesn't even try to do the slide thing yeah. and make it a one. Yeah, it He gets there. They have their little moment. Yeah, whatever. where she
1: asks if it's a tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that what Loki says, she says, how is he doing that when she's watching classic Loki build Asgard out of illusion? And our Loki is like, I think that we're more powerful than we think. Or something like that.
0: So, that kind of implies that... Maybe even he can't do something as big as that. He's just, as far as he knows, as far as our lucky knows, mm-hmm. he can't do an entire Asgard replica. He can do things that, like, you know, him or a few people, mm-hmm. maybe a car. I don't know. Right. But he can't do something as extravagant as that. Right. But he's saying, like, we we, have we cap- can do it. We, we just We haven't really thought to try to do right. something. We as, haven't
1: open Huge. all of our channels to reaching all of our power. That kind of a situation.
0: So... Which which goes back to the classic Loki's line of your daggers are weak compared to your abilities yes. with magic.
1: Yes. Basically, worrying more about being a, a trickster and playing trank Tranks? Playing pranks and using daggers takes away from focusing on honing the sorcery and making it better and bigger and more powerful. So... Uh, basically, it seems like they have the potential to be that big. And mm-hmm. I guess we'll see if that we'll see, yeah. becomes the case. And eventually, Eliath does consume classic Loki, it seems.
0: Yeah, but I have a question about that. Okay. Well, not about that, just... But did he?
1: It seems like he's not there anymore. Hear me out. Okay.
0: What was his story inside of their little oh, bunker?
1: The illusion? How he
0: got away from Thanos? Yeah. He made an illusion so, so realistic powerful. that the Mad Titan believed it. Yeah. Okay. What does he do here? He makes this giant fucking Asgardian illusion. Mm-hmm. All right. As it appears like he's about to get consumed by uh-huh. lie,th yes. he starts laughing. Yeah. And what do we see by the end of that? hmm
1: uh-huh.
0: Obviously, Asgard is taken down. Yes. The illusion is gone. hmm And all we see is a helmet tumbling yes. with... What looks like decay on it. Yeah. You know, implying he was consumed. Right. However, he also said in that story that he turned himself into looking like debris to hide. What could he have turned himself to look like? Maybe a helmet?
1: Okay. That's a good point. <laughs> okay. But
0: I'm not saying that's what happened. Yeah, I'm just but it's saying a possibility. It's up in the air yeah. where he really did sacrifice himself. Right. And I'm not saying he did it to escape. I'm thinking He's going to come back next episode as an oh shit moment, maybe.
1: That's entirely to, possible. To help save
0: the day. Just that out there.
1: Okay, that's a good point.
0: Otherwise, he sacrificed himself. He's an idiot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, my first thought was that he created an illusion of himself creating illusions of Asgard. Or projection. Oh yeah, he's like... <laughs> inside of talk about. Like...
0: <laughs> Loki's in Inception.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, But when I saw the helmet drop, I just was like, oh, fuck, it was really him. But you you do have a point. He could have disguised himself as his helmet.
0: I mean, it just, I'm saying it it would not surprise me if that's what happened. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. It would not surprise me either. Okay. So, after they've enchanted uh, Elias, the smoke turns green and kind of divides, and we Mm -hmm. see in the distance... Well, he's
0: about to consume the two of them, and in that moment, they get him, right? Last second? Yeah,
1: last second, of course. It's like... God. Making
0: the shot at half of a second left.
1: Yeah, gotta yeah. have that drama, you know. <laughs> and they see this creepy castle in the distance, which is what we saw Sylvie saw in her head earlier. So we know they have uh, reached, or they've opened the gates to whatever this shit is. Mm-hmm.
0: So is the castle just hovering within the cloud of Eliath, or is it Eliath is a portal? Uh, to a location.
1: I think it's like Sylvie said, where Elioth is just the guard dog. I think it's just a hole or a portal or whatever to this place.
0: Because mm, it seems like it's just kind of hovering in space.
1: Yes. But So I think that Maybe. Or somewhere else. Or wherever. But I think Elioth is a guard dog, if you will. And just guarding the entry. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Or it's not my thought, but I agree with Sylvie. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, and they are continuing to hold hands and they start to walk towards it. And that's where we leave this episode. So, we don't get an end credit scene this episode, of course. I mean, obviously
0: not. It's yeah. like the last. I know,
1: but still sad. Um. <laughs> so, now we're at the section where we can discuss what do you think like, about our theories and predictions at this point. Um, so, at this point, who do we feel the owner of the castle and or possible mastermind of the TVA is going to be. We had a few theories um, that, I'm just, just going to say them real quick. We got Kang the Conqueror. Obviously, we discussed him mm-hmm. a little bit. We have, it's still possible that this is another Loki variant. Mm-hmm. Um, it is mentioned all over the freaking internet that it is possible this is Doctor Doom. We will talk about why it is or isn't. And I also saw a new one today which I hadn't seen before. It was just Ravona herself is behind all of this.
0: I think I think we can dismiss that We one. can, yeah, I, Based right. off stuff we've said earlier, I yes. don't think she is in the full scope of what's happening. Right. She knows what she needs to know.
1: Yes. The only possible way it could be her, in my opinion, would be if the Ravona that we know is a variant of her, and the real her is in the castle. But okay. it still seems less likely than the other options. Mm-hmm. So, let's go back to uh, which one do we want to talk about first?
0: Let's go Dr. Dim, because I think we can get through that pretty quickly. Okay,
1: so he's obviously typically seen as living in a castle. It's usually in Latveria, nowhere near the space situation. It's on
0: Earth, well, so... Yeah,
1: it's on Earth. It's on Earth. Um, and also, he's like a fairly big villain, so he's probably too big to be introduced in Loki, right?
0: I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they're going to introduce something like that.
1: Isn't he typically... He's most likely reserved for, like, Fantastic Four? Uh,
0: yeah, he's he's... Their yeah. main villain, yeah. right? So uh, the reason I think people are going with that is because the architecture of this castle is very Gothic European. Yes. Which I mean, isn't all most castles, castles are in yeah. Hollywood movies and shows? Typically, that. Yes. I mean, it you know it gives you that very specific feel. Yes. So I I don't think that they would introduce something as big as that in Loki. It's not like they have everybody. With Disney Plus to watch Loki, right?
1: Exactly.
0: So I can't imagine that they would be gambling a big announcement like that in a TV series. And then we're just supposed to believe when those movies come out that he is a big part of it. Oh, well, we already knew he was Oh, here. yeah,
1: we knew about that guy. Yeah,
0: like people are going to be like, well, what? Who, who is this? Where did he come from, right? Yeah, exactly. They're not going to give us a a quick rundown in that whatever next project so it just doesn't make sense
1: yeah okay
0: plus then does that mean there's gonna be fantastic four then i mean yeah which we're not getting in this so yeah
1: exactly okay so uh let's do kang next i think Mm -hmm. so he is a villain from the 31st century in the comics and he is due to appear in ant-man and the wasp quantum mania but this isn't until february 2023 Do we think it's possible he could show up here first? No. Oh, okay.
0: That does not mean I don't think Kang is involved in this entire...
1: Okay. So you think it could be him, but we won't see him. I think he is
0: behind the TVA to an extent still. Okay. I don't know if I believe... Here's kind of where I think maybe it's going. I guess it's kind of going into a Loki variant as the next topic, right? Okay. So I kind of think we're getting... A Loki variant found a way through before they did. hmm And he's the one who's behind all of this, controlling the TVA, while Kang is somewhere else, not realizing that the TVA has been taken over. It just goes back to, they're not going to use Kang in something like this. Okay. This early. I don't think.
1: Okay. So, um...
0: Like, we're not going to see Kang. We're not going to hear Kang. We're going to know he exists, Maybe. But we're not gonna get any on screen with Kang.
1: Okay, so do you think maybe um, do you think maybe this could be Castle Limbo, though? Do you think it could be the what we know it's a it's Immortus, who's a version of Kang, is his castle Castle Limbo? Do we think it's possible that's that is this castle, but maybe we won't see the owner of it?
0: That's a, you know what that's a good call. We could see a variant of Kang, yeah, who doesn't look like the King we're gonna see as a big or bad.
1: Mm-hmm. So, just as a thought, do we think it's possible that we could go a step further and say that uh, Kang is a Loki variant?
0: I mean, that's a pretty hefty...
1: I know, it's a lot.
0: That's like a hot take.
1: It is. But I'm just, I'm just curious how you felt about it. Because I kind of just, it popped into my head and no, I was like... No, I
0: don't think that's a thing. It's a lot. So I, was I don't just curious. believe that would be a thing. Okay. I'd, I just don't see Marvel doing that because okay. it just seems like it would be too... Much for the audience.
1: Okay, so it'd maybe be like
0: it'd be a risk of like too much like repeat, right? Yes.
1: So maybe at some
0: point you you can't have characters just being rehashes of other characters.
1: So we could potentially have a Loki variant in this castle, but he's just working for King.
0: Or he took over the castle. Yes. Who had the variant being Immortus? Because if if, if we have a King variant who's not our big bad King that we're gonna deal with later.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We could still have a Kang, and if they don't but look like the Kang, main, then okay. it doesn't matter, but right? not the main
1: Kang. Okay, okay. I see where you're going with it.
0: Like, maybe we we'll won't even be told he's Kang, but then later on, down the line, we'll see a movie, and then Kang will be like, oh, my variant Immortus. hmm But oh, that'll be a reveal for us to tie this in later okay. on. Okay. What I'm thinking is a Loki variant. Who is the bigger batter of all of them. Because again, we do get this Loki, mm-hmm. the one that we follow, always being like, Oh, I'm the alpha. I'm yeah. the I'm the big variant of you Yeah. Know, right? So it would be nice to see another version that is bigger than him.
1: Yes. It would.
0: You know, he's already gone through this whole thing and got here long before our Loki did. Mm-hmm. And he's the one behind it all. Because he took over, and this is him ruling.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
0: Which would explain why they go after Loki's, because maybe he doesn't want there to be any threats to his... Okay. ...empire.
1: Well, that's a good point. I feel like it does make sense that this, whatever villain we find is going to, or the person in charge, is going to be a Loki variant, because everything else about the show has been very what people are calling narcissistic. but <laughs> Like, guys, it kind of is. It's like... It's
0: literally, this entire episode, I guess, arguably without Mobius. Yeah. Literally everybody on this void, mm-hmm. whatever planet... Yeah. Is a Loki. Is a
1: Loki, yeah. Everything is about a Loki. So
0: arguably, this would potentially also be a Loki. That's yeah. just played the game and mm-hmm. played it way better, way earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
0: And it would be like a fun. I know it's kind of a, you could argue a lazy script, but you could argue it's also a really fun take on Loki uh, confronting himself.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: being a bad.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Character and now going to the light side.
1: I did really that since you bring that up. I did love all of his like express his facial expressions and his like exhaustion at like or being exasperated at all of the other Loki variants, mm. like fighting over shit and yeah. like being it's ridiculous. Like, he's like, oh my God. It's like is... would
0: you date yourself? Yeah. Kind of, it's like <laughs> yeah. you would see what you don't like. Yeah. About and then you'd be like, oh but he's like oh that's my God, me. That's
1: me? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um question for you. Will Loki or Sylvie betray the other one?
0: So just out of the two characters specifically, not out of the not two. let's say Kid Loki comes back or classic okay, Loki. So, so we're talking just these just two. Just our main as far Loki. As far as we, were, we are, the only two who are going to show up. At as far as we castle. know, yes.
1: So assuming okay. those are the only two, do you think that they will betray each other, or one will betray the other? Because Loki seemed very sincere when he told her, "He told her, 'I've betrayed everyone who's ever yeah, loved see, me.'" See,
0: that's the thing with this show is they yeah. just they really don't let you know. Because that's the character. Yeah. But at the same time, they're giving this huge narrative how you can change. You can be what you want. Yeah. They're giving us this chemistry between them. But fuck, what if?
1: I feel like it still seems to me that Sylvie, she's struggling really hard to trust. Because she's been so used to never trusting anyone. Mm -hmm. So I think that she could preemptively betray Loki to avoid the potential heartbreak that she thinks could happen. So, like, basically, she could betray him before he has the chance to betray her.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, break up with him before yes. he breaks up with her.
1: Yes. But I think that Loki, our Loki, won't betray her.
0: Do you think they could be in a situation where they have to choose? What if it's a situation where it's like she thinks the only way to get revenge on whoever is behind the, the TVA is to betray him? Does she do it, or does she gamble that she may not get her revenge uh, I
1: don't to know. save
0: him? That's not so much. That she has to make a. Uh, she has to make an internal choice, right? Yeah, Let's say yeah. there's a scenario where do I do I run to the right to save Loki, or do I run to the left to get my revenge? Right, right. Will she be in that kind of position? Maybe.
1: Yeah, I can see that because I did notice that whenever they, or
0: vice versa, even
1: whenever Sylvie and Mobius drove up and Loki ran towards them, he was running towards Sylvie, and she did not run towards him.
0: Well, he noticed her. She didn't notice him, right? Yeah, but Until she could he got see who there. it
1: was. So I was a little surprised. I mean, they were at a
0: distance. I don't think she saw him when she got out of the car. She was. Right, just, she was just. They pulled up. They got. They were getting out at a distance. He's seen a fucking car with headlights coming to him. So obviously, he notices her way before she even realizes that he's there and what running. What I mean
1: is, him. at the point that he saw her get out of the car, he could see who okay. she was.
0: He's got puppy. Yes. Love and she's just And she's, she's still like, like not sure what's going uh, on. This is our second date.
1: Yes. that's well, That was my only point is that it seems like he's more ready to accept that they have some kind of bond than, than she is. Like she's not ready to accept it yet.
0: Okay. I could give you that. Like she's internally struggling with. Yeah. Because she's Accepting. Not... I mean she literally says in that conversation they have earlier. I have. I've never had friends. Yes. I've never had anybody. Yes. And now she's in this position where she like. Essentially, she's, like, developing how you would approach a relationship from, like, a child's perspective.
1: Yes, because she's never had one.
0: I mean, arguably, he hasn't either.
1: Fair. Because <laughs> he's been too busy playing tricks on everybody and trying to rule the world. It's a good point. I don't know. It's interesting. Okay. Um. So, it's with respect to tying into the greater MCU, where do we think we're headed at this point? And we'll have more to say after the next episode, I mean, obviously. I just have
0: to assume this is going to tie into the multiverse existing on a greater scale mm-hmm. uh, for other characters to jump in and out of. Obviously, you know, we've said it a billion times. We have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming up mm-hmm. uh, next year. Yeah. So, you know, we have Spider-Man. Heavy rumors that's going to be multiverse related. Yeah. So, I think this is just kind of dipping your toes into the concept of what the multiverse is. So then when you see those movies, you could just jump right into the action. You don't need to understand that there's different versions of Spider-Man or there's different versions of Doctor Strange or whatever Mm -hmm. characters may or may not show up. But here's a question I have for you. Could this tie into WandaVision in any capacity?
1: Yeah, it could be Mephisto. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a solid answer.
1: I'm just kidding. Um, yes, because I feel like the reference that um, at the end of WandaVision, we have the post-credit scene where Wanda's like paging through the mm-hmm. dark hold. And so...
0: Well, she's kind of implied to be this being who can control reality, mm-hmm. right? In the comics, we know that to be a Nexus Prime. I believe is what they call them. Yeah. Right. She's one of a few beings that have this ability. Right. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, if that's truly what she is, is she just one chess piece of another, like is the void where it comes together or is it another section of what the nexus could be where you have these different entities? Is she just one of them?
1: Yeah. That just, a thought just came into my head. Do you think that that's where she hears her kids yelling from? The void? Yeah. I
0: I did see, I think online, there was an article that suggested that they could be here Mm -hmm. because the way they disappeared was very similar to the way people are pruned. Mm -hmm. And the, the implication, too, was that they are now existing beings, so you couldn't, delete them
1: right and so they would ha- and you- as
0: they put into this episode Ravona saying so we while, just had to transfer it
1: yeah so while they're not using the same language of pruning technically if she's uncreating stuff that she had already created it couldn't mm-hmm. just disappear and it went to the void potentially
0: what color is the mind stone it's yellow right yes and the pruning thing is yellow
1: oh it's true
0: so for those visual color learners yeah <laughs> is that a thing you'd be a color learner i
1: don't know that's kind of why
0: they have like stoplights being red green yellow right
1: yeah you can be a visual learner and that's part of vision so
0: colors are visual (laughs)
1: did you get
0: it there you go you got me (laughs) but all seriousness like it could have a tie in, and we just are not realizing this is going to tie to wandavision Mm -hmm. and it would make sense because what do they do with phase one They had all these movies Mm -hmm. that had, like, subtle tie-ins. They weren't, like, drastically, oh, these are all the same universe. You know that they are, but they don't give you, like, crossover characters, really, Mm -hmm. outside of end credit scenes. Right. And then they give you that big Avengers movie, Mm -hmm. which gave us Thanos at the end. Yeah. So, what if they're doing that with these shows? And then we'll get our... Big bad revealed by the end of all of these ser the series shows and some movies or something, you know? And it is more tied than we think it is. Yeah. It's completely possible.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm very excited for next week.
0: Yeah. It's hard to believe it's gonna finale, right? I know. Uh so I do have questions before we end this. Okay. Is the TVA in the quantum zone? Or is the void the castle that we see in the quantum zone?
1: I think the TVA could easily be in the quantum realm. I don't think the castle is. I think the void. Has so they're
0: now. they're opposite. They're different places. They're yes. not.
1: They're different places.
0: Actually, I guess we know they are because yeah. they are using powers on true. the void. Right. Very we true. saw a couple lackey Loki's. Yes.
1: Using their illusions. Using
0: powers and yes. stuff. And we see our Loki's using them. Yes. Okay. So
1: um they're different places and also I feel like the the void or the end of time is going to be somehow related to Sakar. I don't know how, but I'm just I feel I mean, like it must be.
0: Like I kinda of said earlier, I, I'm now I'm starting to believe it was Sakar yeah. before some kind of apocalyptic ending. Right. That ruined its timeline. Yeah. So maybe Kid Loki is from Sakaar on this timeline. I don't know. Unless it's, again, just him being, oh, I'm the ruler of this trash. Yeah,
1: Or he was, like, the hero or whatever you want to call it, The champion of, of the arena. Okay. Somehow.
0: He took down uh, Hulk Loki?
1: Yeah. hulk <laughs> Yeah.
0: Okay. That's a possibility.
1: Yeah. So, did I, did I answer the question? I think I did. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I think okay. so. I, okay.
0: I guess, my, I think that the castle and the TVA are two different locations. Yeah. I guess my question is, which one could theoretically be where Kang's city is? That would, to me, be the TVA would be that city.
1: Yeah. I agree. Because it, the time working differently and mm. all of that shit definitely points to it being in the Quantum Realm and uh, cool. Chronopolis. Yes. Okay.
0: You know, I was just thinking too, the Pyramid and the Sphinx mm-hmm. were not really touched no. by Elioth. True. They seemed like they were just intact, whereas yeah. everything else was like decayed and destroyed. hmm Do you think those specifically were like trophies and everything else is just kind of junk?
1: That's entirely possible, because I know that in the comics that Kang does collect pieces of realities, right? So
0: this could be where he collects and... and Displays his stuff. Yes. Otherwise, Elias just likes to eat metal things. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, final verdict. Who you, who you seeing in that castle next episode?
1: I think it's going to be a Loki.
0: It's going to be a Loki. Yes. I think so, too.
1: I don't think that they will be the primary orchestrator of everything. But it, we will see a Loki. Do
0: so you think he's working for somebody? Because that would kind of defeat the point of a Loki, I think. No.
1: Like. I think that... There'll be, I think, there will be something higher above that they don't necessarily think they're working for, but they're, they're, it's part of the situation.
0: Okay, so Loki's being tricked. Maybe. Okay. I fully think we're gonna find out that Mobius is a Loki. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a big part of the conclusion, but I think it's gonna be a a bow tie ending. Yeah. That you you find out Mobius is a Loki. Here's my theory. He is a Loki in his timeline who went to Earth okay, and is basically the story of Thor going to Earth, Mm -hmm. finding love, and then just basically deciding, instead of ruling Earth, Mm -hmm. he wants to just, he he thinks of Earth as his home and he wants to live there.
1: Yeah. Do you think we're going to get to see uh, Mobius ride a jet ski?
0: I mean, if we don't at this point, then I don't know why we, we, why are we watching this? (laughs) I mean right. it's definitely uh yeah. it's definitely a a Marvel end credit thing, right? Yeah, To yeah. have something like that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, that'd be a real lost opportunity if they didn't do something like that. Yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: And even if he didn't do it in his previous life, like
1: he a would now. fun
0: scene where he just tries to and yeah. he's like terrible. He was at like, it. never mind, I He's hate like, nope, nope. No. <laughs> a lot more fun on the magazine.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Are we gonna see Mobius uh beyond the series do you think i guess it depends on what what the outcome is with everything
1: yeah i will have to reserve judgment on that question until after next episode because okay. <laughs> i really don't know how he's gonna go about dealing with the TVA.
0: he's gonna burn it down didn't you hear
1: yeah i don't know if he meant literally though or figuratively because i think he meant figuratively
0: um, yeah okay but yeah. i mean
1: i'm just curious how he's gonna do it that's okay. all i'm saying. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Other than just lighting a match, because that's obvious. He just
0: throws gasoline on. Yeah. R- Ravona. <laughs> and he's like, "Here's my two week notice." And then flicks a cigarette on him, <laughs> on her.
1: Yeah. That's one way to quit.
0: <laughs> not smoking. Yeah. Oh, Ravona, I'm quitting. Just not smoking. <laughs> Flicks the cigarette on her. Okay.
1: Is this an episode of like <clears throat> CSI Miami? Like <laughs> puts his glasses on after. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd be cool with that. He's a yeah. detective.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Spin off into like what would it be? N M C U I S? <laughs> M C U I S? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Alright. So what's your overall uh, rating for this episode or this C-I-S. Episode? I
0: S. Multiverse? Yeah. NCIS Multiverse? No, it's CIS,
1: right?
0: CSI. CSI. Yeah. There's just way too many of these shows.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, the other show would just be like SIS. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so what's your overall rating for this CSI
0: episode? Multiverse. That's the show.
1: Okay. Sounds great. I am going to rate this a Dissect It, because I still felt like there was a lot going on, and I...
0: This felt very movie, yes, blockbustery. Right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. It was over the top. And... It didn't really
0: seem like it was much longer than the other episodes overall, but it definitely felt like it had a bigger arc to it.
1: A lot more information, a lot more uh, depth to eat every to the situation. <laughs> it's
0: like the episode three we wanted. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, I would have to say dissect it for me. I really enjoyed this episode. Maybe. Can't say that I, I was happy to find out we're gonna have to wait for the castle though. But yeah, or who's who's in the castle? Yeah, I think that was an obvious. Definitely. All right, I guess that's it for our episode of it is. Journey into Mystery. Yes. A With... Loki adventure.
1: <laughs> that why does that sound like that sounds like a uh, like a movie title? Yeah, like that's... a children's movie title. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, So everyone, thank you everyone for listening. We're glad you're here. Please take some time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever service you're using so we can get some exposure, but in a good way. Um, And if you want to check us out on Facebook, we have a group called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, where we talk about this kind of shit all the time. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we have at DTFPod, or you can send us an email directly to dtfpod at gmail.com. Or you can go on over to our website, dtfcast.com, for a listing of all of our episodes, which includes our upcoming Black Widow episode, as well as our regular weekly episodes and every prior episode to this Anatomy of Loki series event.
0: Yep. That's it for Anatomy of Loki episode five. Mm-hmm. Bye bye.